Welcome back Boom. to the Wobble Fregadoo podcast. I am Olujimi, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Francis. Football expert extraordinaire, a.k.a. El Maestro with the predictions. <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Anderson, a.k.a. I am inevitable. <laughs> Anyways, um, before we get into today's um uh, Pod, I just want to send a quick um, apology to the fans for not being able to bring you a review of the game against Atlanta. That game ended United 3, Atlanta 2, a late goal by Ronaldo, um, just like the that ha- just like it happened against Villarreal. I think that's everything you need to know about that game. But let's get on with the game that happened today. I think we're recording this um, around 4 p.m. on time on Sunday, October 24th. Just a few hours um, after a shambles of a performance um, at Old Trafford that left some fans um, leaving their seats. Um, I think around fifteen minutes left, uh, around twenty minutes left in the game. Um, but whew, how's everyone feeling? Who wants to go first? <laughs> you know those guys. You know those guys that rented a plane that flew across Old Trafford during Van Gaal's time. Yeah. Does anyone have their contacts? <laughs> Why you want to fly a plane? <laughs> no, I'm just you know I'm just wondering if they can fit in a do you think three do you minute think... three minute job in their in their in their schedule um, as as soon as possible? Do you think flying a plane would actually change anything at this point? If this result doesn't change anything, or the what, fans what do, walking what out, like I know you're like it's all bans, but like do you actually think someone flying a plane will actually change anything? terms of like them letting Solskjaer go yeah of course like it's not only the like them flying a plane these results I think will make an impact I don't expect I really o- only that... to get I don't expect only to get fired today or I just right after this game but okay. um luckily for us we have a run of other games coming like we have I think we have uh, Atlanta and then City and I think Chelsea mm-hmm. next. Oh, actually Tottenham, sorry. So Tottenham is next, yeah. Once once we lose those three or two out of those three, yeah, I think that's what happens. I, I'm I, I initially I used to say on or before December fifteenth, but I feel like yeah. it might be sooner. Oof, that that's if you sound pretty confident. I, I honestly hope you're right, but at the same time, just knowing the track record of the way this club works. I just don't see that happening. But let's 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 get into the game. Um, Mosala had a hat trick. There was a goal by Keita, and there was a goal by um, Diego Yota. Um, other than that, um, anyone wants to talk about the actual gameplay, about how we play, or how <laughs> how we didn't play, or the fact that Pogba did not start the game, which I don't know why. In one of Pogba the biggest games of your season, no, he didn't start. No. I wonder if Came Ole up. was looking at his quotes from last weekend after Leicester where he said we need something to cut out change. the mistakes. Yeah, something much changed. And maybe Ole just felt like, okay, maybe it's time I take you out and make you the change. Um, you know, we've talked about this on the pod, just the manner of goals that we concede. And if you look at all those goals, they have exactly the same, the same format. Somebody's running through the middle and the person has options left and right and decides to go. And then that person that they pass it to maybe crosses it if it's Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, Alexander or if it's Musala, he's going to go on his own and he's going to try to score. But Musala, I think, even assisted the first goal to Keita as well. So, But look yeah. at the, the images from that Keita goal, the first goal. They are, it's literally a four-on-one. Yeah. Like, I do not know if I have seen in professional soccer, a four-on-one. And then all the other goals, too. I mean, you look at our defense. It's like since Varane has gone out, we thought that, oh, Varane being there, you know, there's not much of a difference. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, like, I think I think Maguire has been so bad. Uh, Wow. But yeah. I don't even know if it's because he was injured and he's just coming back and he's just not fit. I don't just know what it is. 
because no, 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 remember no, no, Social no, no, no. said remember Social said against the game last weekend against Leicester I said it's my fault I picked him he wasn't ready and he then he picked him again but yeah. yeah but that's my point and he picked him again but he hasn't he hasn't okay, shown anything okay, different from what he showed against Leicester hold on let me ask you a question yeah. Yeah. This form that Maguire is showing right now, have we seen yeah. it from Maguire before? We've seen this version <laughs> of Maguire before. You can't tell me that this is an anomaly. If Van Dyke all of a sudden lost form after coming back from this is injury, then you can say, yes, he's working his way back into fitness. This is the Maguire that we know and we love. You know, this is our <laughs> captain, El Capitan. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Maguire should not like I, I don't even think he should be left out of the team like he should be arrested and sent to Greece <laughs> like that same jail where he was sent Mykonos. to Mykonos, Mykonos, Mykonos. Mykonos that's where that guy should go like I, I, how is Maguire United's captain Yo, like I when I even watch flash. him in interviews right his voice is not even a commanding voice no one is no one is gonna to listen to that guy. No one is gonna to listen to that guy in the locker room. No yeah, one, not and, a single soul. He's like the most listen to that guy. Awkward human being I've ever seen in my life. Like hey, yeah, what has Maguire ever won? What, Do you remember no. when we argued about this captaincy <laughs> and I told you Maguire has never won a thing? Not a single thing. Do you understand? I know. That's, that's the, <laughs> He has won a promotion because they were really good or something. Oh, yeah, maybe with Hall City. Yeah, I guess there's that. But I bet you, knowing this guy... like Harry. It wasn't, even, it wasn't even the playoff route that he took. Because at least that one, you lift something. Like, you feel like you won something. This mm-hmm. guy, like, I don't want to blame Maguire because the only problem Maguire has is that we bought him for $80 million. And then, because he's English, we made him look like he was more than he was. At no point did he deserve to be bought for 80 million. At no point should he have been elevated to the status of a even, I don't want to say like a superstar, but even just like an elite defender. He's not that. Like, and I've been seeing this from jump. I feel like his form did improve. And I feel like he has the want to, but he's he's actually very limited. You know, and, and that's just always been my thing now. We look at him and Lindelof, and to be fair to them, sure, ha, huh. Wambasaka, <laughs> wow, astonishing, astonishing. <laughs> I, um, I don't even feel like shocking does it enough. Like, give me a synonym for astonishing, like jaw dropping. <laughs> like, where do you want to take it? Yeah. I, I, yeah, uh, it's, uh, you know what's funny? I'm beginning to realize, like, Shaw was never really world-class. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. I guess, what do you mean by world-class? Like, like top like, five it, in the world? Or yeah, what like, do you mean by world-class? Everyone was raving about Shaw last season and all. But I think it was more of the creating chances that Which is people fine. were talking about. Yeah, but... Defensively, Shaw is ass. Honestly, like I, I don't think when it comes to to the wing backs, like the ones we have, our right back and left back, I'm not really too because you can say you can say the same thing for TA, right? TA does is not a good defender. Every team mm-hmm. targets Liverpool um right side every time they want or left side. Is it right or left side? I don't agree again. with that. And I've, I've I've we've had this argument before. Really? The period, yeah. Wait, wait Larry, you don't agree with which 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 point? My show or Trent? Trent, I I okay. I, I mean, Francis. I don't know if you remember. I've always mm-hmm. defended Trent. Like I've always felt like that guy had like fourteen or fifteen assists in his season. Yeah, but Shaw, I I think, wait, I think hold I'm coming on, hold to, on. to the same hold side on. of of what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think he's a lab. Like, okay, I I I think he's better going forward than he is going defense than he is defensively but i don't actually think he's bad defensively right like who is a good who is a solid right back or left back that nobody's beating like defensively who are the best defensive um wing backs in the world no like, i think I, I think we're talking about the same thing and and i think the reason why we don't notice, notice that 
too much with Trent is because he plays in a different team setup, right? And I think Liverpool are a little bit more assured defensively than we are, if that makes sense. You have Van Dijk, you have um, Robinson, who's a little bit more defensive than, even though he like is good going forward, he's a, he's a better defender than than Ta. But that's my point. Like, Shore's thing last season was he was creating chances for us, even though we didn't actually take and turn those chances into like real goals. But if you look at his chances created, they were high. So we didn't really focus on the fact that he couldn't. He was less than he was defensively, and that's my point. But now that the whole team is just in shambles on the back, now we can look at Shaw and be like, yo, man, you're not you're not creating going forward and you're not defensive. Okay, what are you offering to the team? I guess is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying like you have to be like a wall beater in terms of like um, a, defend, a defender when it comes to right back or left back. The game is not played that way anyways, right? You yeah. need people who can create chances for you. And that's my point. I, so. I don't understand. And let me know if you guys have ever seen this because I haven't. I've never seen a game where you play two holding midfielders and you concede <laughs> five goals. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you play two holding midfielders and you concede five goals. Who are you? Are you a vampire? What the hell? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't know what it is with this team anymore. And and the funny thing is that this has been a long time coming because even the games that we won, uh, Atlanta, Villarreal, all those last minute goals that Ronaldo has saved us on, I guess the two last minute goals. Like it's the same theme. Like we go down, or either we score and the score is back, and then they score us again. <laughs> like it's the same theme. Like we haven't like actually. There was doing a commentary today, um, Sky Sport. They said. United, we've played seven Premier League games this season, right? And we've only had the lead for 140 minutes in, to- in total in those seven games. And keep in mind, every game is 90 minutes plus. Huh. <laughs> that is worse than Burnley. Burnley hasn't won a single game this season. <laughs> Let that sink in. I'm telling you, man. Like we, we haven't kept a clean sheet in 20 games. We've lost five of our last eight games. Are you kidding me? These guys, like, at, at this point, it's plain. Like, the only problem that we have, or one of the major problems that we have, is that in a lot of the pundits are people that played with this guy. So a lot of them will find ways to sugarcoat it. But even listening to schools, I'm sure I'm going to hear Rio tomorrow. Like, I don't think they can... They can See, this is the, 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 the sin. That's one last thing. The sin, I think, the bigger sin is that all week, all week, I've been watching Sky, I've been watching Super Sports. All week, all they've talked about is this game. They've done interviews with Mosala, they did with Ronaldo, they did it like they are interviewing people, like they are doing build up, you know, like all these things. And they are talking about all these angles, like, oh, you know, like even, even the midweek game. Even last week's game against Leicester, if you remember, like even some of the build-up that you would have seen, a lot of it is, oh, if United don't get their act together, this could be a, a, a high, a, a, you know, like a a, a beat-down type thing. So the, the anticipation for this type of result was actually already being whispered. Like when we lost 6-1 to Man City, it was it was an anomaly. It wasn't like a result that you ever expected to see. And even the performance itself, like we considered, I think, four goals in the last 10 minutes of that game. So the performance itself was bad, but it wasn't like this, where we are coming in with just the expectation that this is going to be a tough game already. And even with all of that, you still put a performance that is beyond, ah, just beyond me, man. Beyond me. All, all the goals that United have considered this season, they're all the same. Like, And it's not even a... I mean, there's some set pieces that you, that you can add and maybe one goal was like a, a screamer from outside the box, um, which is alien versus Leeds. But everything By else way, is t- like... T- Tillerman scored another one of those kind of goals today. Did you see that? No, for real. Yeah, like a one-touch... Yeah, anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah, but um, all the goals, it's like it's like you're playing in the park and 
it's like schoolboy defending essentially. The gear actually said United are playing like kids. In in his there's a quote from today from the game today. Yeah. I saw that, that United are playing like and then when you watch Sky Sports and the, the rerun of the game and replays, it just tells you that defensively, United don't do anything in training. And I think the after um what what do you call it? The analysis after the game. Um, at Sky Sports was probably one of the best I've ever seen before. Really? I didn't Jim- watch that. Jimmy Carragher, yeah. Graham Souness, Defoe, and, um, and, 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 Gary. and Gary Neville. And all three of them, apart from Gary Neville, said it's time for United to change. I know. Oh, okay, okay. I saw that. Remember part. when I, I said Gary Gary, ref- Gary has refused to just say, I'm like, yo, he's right there in front of you. Why can't you just say it? Yeah, but, but, <laughs> Gar- but Gary, uh, you know what? Um, I, don't, I see where Gary Neville is coming from. But I think he can take a different approach to this. Like, I don't know if I've said it before, Larry. If, if Larry, now you're a coach. Apologies for that. We had a bit of an audio um, issue. Um, Francis, do you want to continue from where you left off? Yeah, um, as, as I was saying, um, I think um, with the Sky Sports analysis today, post-match um, analysis... You could tell that Karaga and Graham Souness and Defoe were on on different wavelengths as Gary Neville, and because those guys were going really ham and saying, you know, Ole has, Ole has peaked and whatnot. He needs the United needs to change the manager now. But Gary Neville's approach was a little bit different. You know, he was kept on saying, um, you know, Mourinho, LVG, all those guys. He didn't want them to be sacked. But the reason why I feel like he doesn't even want Ole to be sacked even more is because of his friendship with uh, Ole. And I was going to give an example that uh, El Maestro now, if he's a coach and I'm a pundit, I go on air and I'm you know, analyzing a game. There's, there's my job being a pundit, but then I still have an outside relationship with El Maestro um, where we, we chat outside that. So imagine him doing a bad job and then I'm going on air saying he's doing a bad job, he needs to be sacked. But then... On the outside our uh, working relationship, like now back to we being friends, <laughs> we just can't have a normal conversation anymore because I'm I'm calling calling him out on TV. So I can see why yeah, calling Gary, for his job, yeah, yeah, I can see why Gary and all those guys that have played with Ole, um, I will spend time with him. Don't really want to be straightforward. And what well, is Oh, sorry. Okay, finish. Finish what you're saying. No, sorry. no. You, I mean, I think you guys kind of get the gist on, on yeah, where I'm yeah. going to with, with Gary Neville. Um, I have I think an he... interesting thought about this, at least to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, if Fred, director of football, say they hired him as our director of football, one, I don't think Oli ever gets the job. But two, I don't think Oli stays in the job this long. Like, people talk about he's a feggy guy, the feggy way. Feggy was also ruthless. Like, if you were getting old, you were no longer doing it, you, you couldn't keep to the standards, you would be out. So, again, to be honest... Do you think Feggy I, is ruthless to that point? Considering yes. the fact that Feggy, in his own first three seasons or whatnot, where he was under fire, um, he was preaching long, like, longevity. Like, he didn't no, want that sucking in the yeah like in 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 his position as a manager what mm-hmm. we are watching is not about give him time there are certain basic things that you should be seeing and that's what everybody else listen as fans we know right like we even understand that what we are different at the beginning of this board francis you said something you said 90 percent. in fact everybody on this team that started is an only player except ronaldo like in terms of like they've been here since Oli's reign has, has like since Oli has been a manager. There's not a single player that played today except Ronaldo that wasn't that Oli hasn't coached for the last three years. So mm, how can... maybe a couple or like I mean like yeah, I see what your point, but like Bruno Fernandez. Bruno yeah, but he's yeah, had but he, even Bruno has had like an entire year too, right? No, we didn't just get Bruno last season. Like we yeah, we got yeah, we him. got it. We got him in January of the previous got, season. Yeah, we got him of in the January. Previous... Of the... oh, yeah, so is yes. that is that a year and a half? Yeah. So like, th- there's nobody that like 
you look at and you can say that like he hasn't had enough time. Like this was his team. This was, I mean, again, just all things considered. So I don't care what Gary Neville has to say, to be honest with you. Not because, see, because apart from the fact that he hasn't done this with Ole, Gary never even said fire like anybody, right? So he's going to do it much less here. I don't care about his thoughts because he's a cop-out. He's, he's, he's going to hide behind some of the shit that he says. And then he's going to say that anybody that calls for Ole to be out, fan. Like, you know anything, like, because you played for us, you are the only person that can decide what the real fan is. I don't care what Gary Neville has to say, if I'm being honest. But I do think that if you are just being unbiased, like if you are Jamie Carragher, Defoe, like Ian Wright, like, think about it. Think about what we've heard from other managers. Last week, Francis, you came on here. You talked about Rogers talking about our tactics and saying that the defenders don't do this, the attackers. When have you ever heard anybody talk about another manager like that? Think about Troy Deeney coming out and saying, oh, Fred is our trigger. When he gets that ball, like, yo, these are other professionals that are talking about you this way. So, like, everybody understands. It's, it's obviously, like I said, our problem is that a lot of the people that have the loudest voices are people in United's position. Think about Ian Wright being on, t- on TV, talking about he only coaches on vibes. Like, that's the <laughs> skit that we have. Paul Ince. Like, like, Vibes and Ishala. Yo, Paul Ince Paul, Paul really, I think he despises Ole as a coach, man. Like, <laughs> that, that guy doesn't leave any stone unturned. Like, he actually goes ham. Listen to, like, Talk Sports. Like, any of the guys yeah, in Talk Sports. Yeah, oh, Talk Sports. Oof, those guys, yo, those yeah. guys don't hold back, man. So, like, everybody understands. It's not, today, in, in, in that conversation, like, and some of the other guys, one of the questions Graham Suness said is, what on this man's CV gave him yep. his job? And you could see Gary Neville saying, well, uh, when Mourinho... <laughs> my guy said, you coached Mulder and you coached Cardiff and you got... Car- you, first of all, you got Cardiff relegated. Then you got sacked. Then, and this is your CV. So, again we all understand what goes into this type of thing. It's not a case of, is he qualified? He's not qualified. And since he's taken over, he hasn't shown anything to me that has suggested that he's ever going to win. And that's what people are now feeling more free to say. It's like, we're never going to win anything with this guy. This stability that you talk about is false. It's fake. Because the team that he has... Is regressing. If you it, first season, we always talked about ah man, we struggle against the smaller sides, but against the bigger ones, against the Tottenham's, the Liverpool's, the City. Oh, only can get that result. And if you think about it, that's what all is that we would go on that run against the, the difficult teams, and he would get a result. Last season was the first time he started getting results against the big teams. And this season, it's getting worse. Like, you look at the Liverpool game. Now, City is going to be watching this game, thinking to themselves, oh, these guys that used to play us tough, I can't wait to run into you now. <laughs> I can't wait to run yeah. into you, Spurs. November 6th. November 6th. Yeah. We're playing City, City November 6th. I feel like I, City, I think City's game will actually be more annoying to watch. Because I, maybe Liverpool were not as ruthless. City, I think they might play us 90 minutes and we might not even touch the ball for a total of five minutes. <laughs> and they will beat us something like 1-0 or 2-0. Like That's the scoreline will be small, right? But, but we, got... we, we... Oh, bro. We're not going to... You, Ronaldo might punch someone in that match. You know Ronaldo almost <laughs> got a red... Ronaldo almost got a red... Yeah, was yo. Ronaldo was frustrated, man. Like he kicked the guy on the floor. But luckily, mm-hmm. the ball was there. So I think that, that was Robertson he kicked on the floor. No, yeah, it was like, um, Curtis Jones. I think yeah, it was Robertson, though. Are you sure? No, it was a black guy. Anyways, it doesn't, doesn't really matter yeah. who he kicked on the floor. Like, you know, he, he was just so frustrated. And you could also argue that of all the managers that we've had since um, Fergie left, Socha has, has had the most investment made in a team for him. Do you, 
I don't think there's any argument with that. He right? has had the most investment. He has had the most time. He has had the most everything. But guess who has the most won? power by far? Who has well, Guess who has won nothing out of all of them? <laughs> no, no, no. Guess, guess. I don't think we can guess. Even David Moyes <laughs> won Charity Shield. You know? Moreno won something. Van Gaal won something. This guy has stayed longer and has won nothing. Nothing. They are, you know, like... Look at talking about today is the darkest day of your life. You haven't seen dark, Manji. <laughs> you haven't seen dark. You know, you know what just came to my mind when you just said that was the quote from um, Batman. Was it Batman Rises? Mm. The Dark Knight Rises. The mm. one with Bane. When mm. he took, when Bat- Batman shot the lights off, it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, you think you've adopted the dark? <laughs> you think the darkness is your ally? Mm. <laughs> the way he said <laughs> He said, I was born in this. <laughs> Molded by it. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like, uh, I, I watched his interview. I thought at some point, I thought he was crying. But his, his face is very annoying. <laughs> like, his face is like the most annoying. He looks like he, like, if you just add a red nose to him, he looks like a clown. <laughs> he looks exactly like a clown. And he, this guy, sometimes you think he's smiling. But that's just the way his face is. He's just fucking men. That you know what? Should... That's actually true because there's a there's a meme going around of him smiling after the game. And I'm like, I didn't see this. But yeah, you might be right. I think that's just his way his face is. Yeah, that's just the way his face is. They call him this baby face bullshit. And I'm like, <laughs> man, get this guy and his face out of here, man. And then they showed the individual coaches as we were losing, you know, in huge mm-hmm. margins. They, sh- they showed Mike Phelan. Mike Phelan, you know, he kind of folded his arm and was, you know, rubbing his beard. They showed Michael Carrick. He looked like he was deep in thoughts. They showed Carrick McKenna, whatever his name is. And then I'm thinking to myself, these guys are, like, in which top club do you find a coaching staff or a coaching team learning on the job? Even if you're not firing only, at least feel that gap with experienced people. Not McKenna. What has McKenna done before? You're signing this young guy. Uh, it's like you're signing an under-18s coach from Chelsea. This new guy we it's just not. And, and then Carrick. And then you bring McKenna and um, Mike Phelan. They say Mike Phelan has lots of experience. How, like, you know there's good experience and bad experience, right? This guy just has a bag of bad experiences. And he's, yeah, you're telling me... That's United, what... That's what Gary kept saying when uh, Graham Sooner was asking him. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, feeling has experience. That's experience with Fergie. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, is social and in the same class? What Man. does that mean if my feeling has experience with Fergie? <laughs> to, to be honest with you, with the result, all in all, I was happy. I was happy we lost. I think if United had scored, it would have hurt me more because I wanted a clean sheet as well. And I wish... Yeah. Oh, let's even deep this. In the second half, your coach, Ole, removed Greenwood when you are 4-0 down and he brought in Paul Pogba. Like, are you trying to show up the midfield at 4-0? Mm-hmm. Oh, four. You knew you, you that, that was what he was going to do. I'm, I'm glad Pogba played. I'm, I'm glad Pogba played the way he played. So you, you guys are down 4-0 and you're bringing me to do what? Save you. Gee, fuck you. <laughs> I got a record. He went into the dressing room. I was dancing with Bayi. Um, Are you kidding me? Paul Pogba. Uh, nah, man. So and then once, once Paul Pogba got the red card, guess what he does? He removes Rashford and brings in Dalo. Dalo. Yeah. And then he brings in, um, what's the other guy's name? Um, Cavani. You have Lingard on the bench. You have Sancho on the bench. Bring in attackers. You are bringing in Dalo to do what? Show up your, your defense so you can switch to a 3-5-2. Or 3-5-1. Man, I wish, you a, I wish you a good night's sleep only. Sleep well. Sleep well. I guess I'm just still trying to understand why he felt the need for not starting Pogba. Like, I still don't get that. Yeah, like, I don't... I, 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 can't, I can't wrap I don't, my head... I can't wrap my head around that. He has the most assists. I'm not too surprised. I'm not surprised too. Yeah. I'm not surprised because, because he wanted to be... I think he... When you're playing two holding midfielders, you want to be compact. 
Like that's how United play, right? You they or that's the how they intend to play. Compact and then you catch someone on the counter attack. But then your team is as open as someone who's been run through and put away wet. Like the, my God, ah, that first goal oh, is the <laughs> yo, that first <laughs> that first goal is the funniest goal I've ever seen in my life. You have four guys no. running ashore. <laughs> <laughs> And then Shaw is running to the gear to go. I don't need to go and give him a hug or something. Like, <laughs> you know what? I actually felt bad for that gear, man. In the past couple of games, I felt bad for that gear because he's actually like trying. It's like, yo, what else do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, and that this... second goal, uh, Maguire and Shaw ran into each other. Oh my God, dumb and dumb. <laughs> like, it, it reminded me of uh, Gabriel Heinze and, and Patrice Evra running into each other while we're playing a, a similar. Kaka, oh, yeah. that kaka, but, that kaka, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, I was watching the match with Kenny. Immediately, the ball was going towards Kenny. Kenny said, just watch, just watch, just watch. And mm. I saw Maguire <laughs> go like, go like, we immediately, saw. all of us, we screamed at the same time, hey! <laughs> Next day, the ball went, and it passed it to uh, Jota and Scott. It was the funniest goal I've ever seen. All the goals were almost the same. All of them. You know, like someone gets the ball, plays around in the box, and then squares it to the side. Oh, guess who's there? Mo Salah. And it's a goal. It's, uh, it's, it's funny. And then you see Sosha with his theatrics on the touchline, using his hand, like, and pointing in different directions in my head. I'm like, even me that's watching from outside, I don't even know what you're doing. It's to talk of these, these, these players that are under immense pressure that be understanding what you're doing. You know what's funny? This is like a new, this is a new wrinkle in the social move because he never used to do this before. He was never a sideline coaching guy. I think it's this is how you know like he's really feeling the pressure because he's been doing this last few games, trying to like direct. I don't know what he's directing, because we're still conceding goals left and right. <laughs> trying to direct traffic on the sideline. Maybe someone took it took his iPad from him because <laughs> Boys, you know the funny thing to the funny thing is, he's already told us he doesn't. So when it's time to make any kind of impact change or like stand on the touchline, we know that he doesn't know what he's saying because he's not the one that is putting out the instruction. So how can you be changing instruction when you don't know the homework? This guy doesn't know, man. He'll stand there. When he's doing that hand, let me tell you what he's saying. That's his short, that's what social speak for play, 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 play. You know, play, fast, fast, play, play. That's what mm-hmm. you say, bastard. <laughs> when mm-hmm. you, haven't, you haven't learned any patterns of plea. What is plea, 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 plea? I don't think past before. Courage, courage. Like someone will be in the touch line and be shouting DNA. 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 <laughs> you have forgotten our philosophy. DNA. The culture. <laughs> culture reboot. Culture reset. And touch line. Touch line. <laughs> When your, oh mates, my God. your mates are influencing, removing this, like you hear Jurgen Klopp's press conference talking about how they lost to Aston Villa and then the next thing they beat it. He said they, bat, they actually is what they battered the team, seven, seven something. I can't remember, maybe Crystal Palace. And next thing they lost. But he had to go back and do his homework. And then you can see the homework and like you can see the results in the field. But then only every day is the same goddamn thing. Oh, we need to look at ourselves in the mirror. Fuck your mirror. I pray that mirror breaks on your head. All of wait, them talking uh, about the same. Just wait for their posts are coming now. Oh, this is so, Together, we, we already started. Together, yeah. we are better. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They'll first, they, I, it's always scripted. They'll say, We're sorry, this, this, yeah. this. We love this you, the so fans. Painful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your support. And we wish they did not, this did not happen to you. But we can promise you we're going to go back and get stronger and we will move as a force or something, something stupid. All of them. All motivational speakers, that's what they all are. All of all, <laughs> every single one of them. And Cristiano Ronaldo is going to post his own tweet. Uh, just for like... Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. I think I come. I Ronaldo doesn't. Yo, Ronaldo doesn't waste time. He doesn't wait for anybody. He does his own, like real quick. I don't think. I think they already have that thing already written down. The two versions. If we no, win, I think. If we lose. I think. I think he's in his contract that he has to post all those things too. <laughs> to, oh, oh, for sure, it's all interaction, right? And yeah, um, 
whatever they call that bullshit. So he will tag United, they will like United. Impressions. I think they call them impressions. Thanks. Thank you. You see, Bruno Fernandes now will put his own. Pogba, Pogba is not going to write anything. Uh, Rashford, Rashford will write his own fucking story and then put MB <laughs> at the end. Damn. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you to say MBA. <laughs> yeah, and th- that phrase, we need to look at, at ourselves in the mirror. In the mirror. You know, go back, regroup, and we will come back stronger. Like, are you at the gym? What do you mean? <laughs> man, oh, uh, man, United, I, I'm happy that we lost, to be honest. And I hope, I, I really would still want us to be in Champions League. So maybe the Atlanta one, if we can win, fine. But Tottenham, I hope they bat us at least 2-0. Beat us there, then City will come and then do it. You know we have we have a winnable game between that. I think the, the Crystal Palace game is after. Have you oh, watched Crystal Palace play? Yeah, Crystal Palace <laughs> is not a winnable game for us. Yeah, it's not a winnable game. Oh. Let's that not get it exactly. Released. Yeah, I would be picking Chris, uh, Crystal Palace in that game for sure. To win wow. under these current circumstances, I think the problem Ole faces too now is who does he start with for the next game? Well, yeah, is where does he go from here? Where does he go from here is what he faces. Where does he go from here? Like, who... The, do those guys still listen to him in, in training? Who, who, have they been listening to him before? No, the yeah. reason why I say that, because after that um, comeback win against Atlanta, I think Bruno was saying something about, oh, the coach, like, we support the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys support the coach. What happened today? <laughs> yeah, all, the, all those things, are, they, they brief them on what to say. Like, let's talk about the coach. Let's show... You bring the team together, this one, that one, that one. So, I mean, yeah. it, 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 there's one less selection headache for him. Not like he had any headache before, but Pogba has a red card now, so it's easy. Ever reliable, McFred, you know, both of them in the middle. And then up front, it'll be Rashford, Greenwood, and Cristiano Ronaldo. If I was, but even leave on loan because Ole is not going to be, he's not going to be there long enough to. Because, again, for me, I'm not saying Van Abit is the answer. It's just, it's kind of weird that everybody else has gotten a chance. Right? Like, this is, McFred is, has been in some of our, like, last week against, um, no, no, that was Matic and Pogba, I think, right? Like, we've yeah. considered five four in our last two games in the Premier League. And our home form, don't forget, that's another thing that we haven't talked about. This game was our home performance was in ultra Ford with the fans in the stadium so to me it's like uh, these guys can they, they can see that like they are not getting the same of preparation or just even you know know how like what even if it's you accountable because how can you be a coach for this long and I cannot see it just I cannot see the evidence of your coaching in any aspect. Like Francis said, defending, you don't know what are your rules. Okay, when you get the ball, you fall into the shape. This is how you... You know, like, again, in that thing that Gary Neville and this... No, maybe it was schools that was talking about this or, um, or, or Michael Owen. He was defensively, even if they didn't press all the time, they would always ball into certain areas. Is that, okay, if you lose the ball here, this is the ball into. You want to push it into this area so that we can better handle it. And everybody knew what that process was like. When you watch United, when we lose the ball, it's like even the people that are running, they're running at half speed. Like for the Mosala goal, you can kind of see Shaw looking around, like pretending to be trying to figure out, oh, where's the ball coming? Meanwhile, Salah is overlapping you. He's overtaking you. And I'm not saying Salah is fast. But just like you are pretending that you don't know that that ball is going to go to Salah and that you can do something to stop it. You know, like when, when, you're, when you're playing and you're trying to cheat the troopers instead of just running with the man. Yeah. And you know that if the ball is good, 
it doesn't matter. You can't do it. You can't cheat it. And so we have some of those like really terrible habits where instead of just playing good fundamental defense, like run with the man, it doesn't mean that you will be able to keep up with Salah. The more you can push him to the outside, the better it is. Like, again, we just, these guys are just running free through balls galore. They, I've never seen a team give up so many through balls for goals. We are like the perfect, when you're playing FIFA, we are the perfect FIFA team to play against. It's just like you give them options. Where is Y? Where is triangle? Depending on which console you're using. It's open for everybody. Yeah. Everyone, you get a true pass. You get a true pass. Everyone gets a true pass. Oof, United. Any last words on um, this match before we wrap this spot up? Anything else anyone wants to get off their chest? Nah, man. Just to the teams that are coming or oh, that we're playing next, please. <laughs> please. I beg you. <laughs> Don't fuck around, man. Just, just. Put the knife in the heart, man. Just kill kill this team. Please, I think I beg you. But I was going to say though, mm-hmm. if Ole gets fired today, who are you taking? There's nobody. Uh, well, I think it's only Zidane that's out there that they would take, I think, realistically. I don't see them going for Conte. Why? Why don't nah, you see them going for Conte? Because I, I, don't you, think cause we, I don't think we would hire like a full time manager in the season, though. I feel like there would be an interim manager. And but who would I that be? Carrick? No, I hope it's not Carrick. <laughs> like, I, I, I think... I think if Carrick is going to be great, let him go somewhere else to go and figure it out. Yeah, but who's going to come and just take half a season job, bro? That's my point. I think a lot of people will take half a season job. A lot of good um, managers? I mean, what is a good... Like, if we're getting an interim... Okay, we got Oli as an interim manager. He was supposed to be a stopgap before we found a real manager. And then we decided to wife the stopgap. And that was when problems started, you know. So I'm, I'm sure we can that we will put an interim tag on. But, you know, I think a lot of people will take the job. Like, I don't know who is looking for a job right now. But, you know, if I, if I can think of an example, I, I don't even know who I would, who I would call. Because, again, who... But yeah, just to get us to the end of the season, I don't know, we'll find somebody from Germany maybe, you know, one of those guys that used to manage Bayern back in the day, like an Ancelotti type, but not really, you know, something like that. Is he, yeah, he he coaches Germany, right? What about the, the, oh, Germany's previous coach? Joaquin. Yeah, yeah. I think he wants a full-time gig if it's him. It's your first job outside of, um, national team management i think you are and he was national team manager for like a decade plus mm-hmm. so i think he has to go for something that's full-time and tailor when, to him will you will you take when, conte right now or till the end of the season conte won't take what, it to the end of the season but no no I'm in saying, general would you no. would you take conte no why We've talked about this now. Like, I don't enjoy his style of football. And I feel yeah, I like... Think, I think what the conversation before was United, he doesn't fit United style. That's why United will not take him. But I don't think we talked about I don't even think it's we... just that. I, I think from a visual perspective, like, it's just, it's, it plays a very pragmatic way of football, right? And I would rather not watch that too. Like, we've gone, leave social, let us be losing. <laughs> I think the, I the know, other I just... problem, the other problem we face with Conte too is that he's not here for a long time. He's only here for a good time, and he's only here for a good time if you can give him everything he wants. So, yeah. again, I think you said this, Jimmy, the last time. He's like a mini Mourinho. You know, you get him, you get him. Maybe you win something in the first two years, but I think at this point, this is the idea that they are chasing with Ole, is to get some type of with whoever it is they hire. The unfortunate part is that some of the best managers that they could have hired when they were fucking around with some of these idiots have now signed for our rivals. <laughs> right? So there are no long-term managers. Like even I, I read somewhere that like Ronaldo put 
put United in contact with Zidane. I don't know if Zidane is going to come to the Premier League, if I'm being honest. I feel like he's waiting for Deschamps to step down or to lose his job so that he can become the French the France, France team manager. I think that would be a perfect gig for him. So I, I don't know if he's coming to United. So I think it's, it's only really him and Conte. But we can probably find, at this point, let's even find like an up-and-coming, you know, like up-and-coming um, tactician or something. Just like the guy even pushing if, Ajax, eh? Yeah, I don't know. Some of these guys, too, the job is too big for them. But Or, or like, let's, like you said, let's have more experience in the back team staff or just more oversight because right now, Ole has all the power. He has all the say on transfers. He has all the say on starts, the playing. But he doesn't actually coach the team. So they him an overseer, but without the actual skills of either coaching or overseeing things this big. So for me, it's just like, even if they want to compartmentalize it to get a coach that has a style, because I think we need a structure with the kinds of players that we have. We have incredible attacking players. And they just look wasted. All of them look wasted. And it's because there's just no pattern of play. There's no structure. So when things don't, when you have, you're just stuck. So I think it's just basic coaching that we need. And it's not a Mourinho or a Van Gaal. I mean, Van Gaal had a style of play. But something entertaining, man. We have a lot of good players. Let's be entertained at least. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. It's because to me, I feel like this season looks like it's already going down. Going out in drain as a lost season already, so I just want to be—I just want to be entertained at this point, right? <clears throat> they, they say we're title challengers. <laughs> that didn't last. <laughs> we're not—we're not yet in November. <laughs> we're not in November. The master, where did you predict that uh, United was going to finish? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Let's relax. I said, let's oh, relax. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's do that. Let's do that. Mr. Anderson. Is so... <laughs> I think once, once Larry had the question, you know when your router is doing rerouting, rerouting, rerouting. Man's kept quiet real quick. Searching <laughs> for signal. Searching for signal. No. Is that right? It's like, where, where do I go from here? <laughs> nah, I was yeah. that, you know, my brother chose violence. It's just oh, my... of that as well. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's... <laughs> why, why are you silent? I thought you went to grab shower or something. <laughs> <laughs> El Maestro, take you to the bank. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Three, six, but, five. but you don't understand. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, once Oli is out, it's a whole new season. So let's just get to <laughs> you know, like you said, uh-huh. October, November. Things can turn around, man. Like I, I was again, like if you think about even just Chelsea, how quickly they've gone from a team that was very um, inconsistent, world beaters. And that was like mm-hmm. less than a season ago. They went from that to Champions League winners. Like they actually won the Champions League. And this season now they are on top with the exact same players that they had last season. Right? So, I mean, they added Lukaku, but they, they won the Champions League without Lukaku. So, for me, it's like when people say, oh, is it that big a deal? I think it's a big deal because we actually have a decent squad. What we don't have is just, it, it's crazy. I, I know this was the case with Mourinho to a lesser extent, but I just any evidence of coaching. Like it feels like they've been wasting their time on the on training field. Like what are they training? Like where where is that time going? And then there's some of these decisions. It's like I don't think Fred and Scott are responsible for everything. But how can you persist with these <laughs> two guys? Like, <laughs> Maybe, maybe they have a, I don't know, maybe they teach them for DNA or something in, in the 
in the training in the what's it called training ground. So you just they just play the mantra over mm. and over again and tell them to repeat it. I feel like they don't train on the court. I feel like they're all in like a classroom reading United's <laughs> history. <laughs> reading a book from like the uh, 1980s and 85s uh, and watching, watching Peggy just speak. And then everybody does Ahoo! and then they run outside <laughs> and, play, and play a game. <laughs> because it makes, it makes uh, no sense. Uh, wow, United is probably the uh, worst coach team in EPL right now. I have a, I have a funny feeling that we'll be back here again um, after the Tottenham game. But thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, even though it was a gloomy day for United fans, we try to you know <laughs> to make fun of some of these things that happened on the field today. Oh, um, it wasn't gloomy. <laughs> No, I'm talking about the fans that were. Do you know that they were actually fans that were waiting to sign to get their stuff signed by social? Yeah, I was, <laughs> Those hoping, are the fans someone, I was hoping someone was stoning with like a bag of. Those are the fans I'm something. talking about. Like, imagine those fans being in that in that stadium. Do you, do you know how that would feel for them? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so there are people out there who still really care about about you know about this kind of result. So. To those fans, we we are sorry, and hopefully we don't we don't we're not back here um, next week Saturday. But I, I, I uh, let's let's let's, yeah. let's 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 speak for ourselves, please. Uh, hopefully we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, <laughs> we are. <laughs> hopefully we are. I think we're we're on different wavelengths. I this is what I want. <laughs> you know, this is what I want. I'm just long short term pain, long term gain. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the pod. Thank you all for listening. Give us a follow on socials at what we'll further do on Twitter and Instagram. And if you do, do happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, five stars only, anything less than five stars. Keep it to yourself. You know the vibe.